0: Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yeah, Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is too short.
1: Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs>
0: Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Dick.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent.
0: On the man. We got a big broadcast to do here. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised.
1: Fair warning. Um, I'm not nice. And I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything. Because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks. And self-preserving black folks. So I'm going to spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth. Something I'm sure nobody has ever done.
0: You know what time it is. It's time for In The Mix With Trent, a conversation you didn't know you needed, from your Keep It Real friend. I know a lot of folks are uncomfortable talking about black, gay, male.
1: Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, what do you need to take out? Do you take out the man? Do you take out the gay? Do you take out the black?
0: And now, the one, the only, Trent Jackson. Oh this is the part where I come in and start talking right <laughs> You're in the mix with Tr- Oh wow can we turn me back up please Thank you You're in the mix with Trent Thank you so much for listening It's Monday December 27th This is I believe Show number 58 Um Yeah Oh it's not so it's show 58 okay good 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 i thought so okay so that means that we have um two more shows in this season which means wednesday and friday we have shows off on tuesday and thursday how appropriately in the season on the last day of the year and boy has this been a year yeah it's very um it's been a very interesting uh emotionally turbulent year um (laughs) yeah emotionally revealing and all sorts of things um but you know i'm glad that it happened um i'm glad that it's coming to an end (laughs) that doesn't mean that the bullshit is over though because as we know Life has a way of carrying over residual bullshit from time to time, month to month, day to day, week to (laughs) week, year to year. It's the reason why some of us have, you know, unresolved trauma. It's built up from years. Mm, This is how we're starting already. Trent Jackson, I'm just gonna go left. (laughs) At least let me get some coke and weed in my system. Over. Okay. Okay. Go with okay, kind of it. Coke. You know coke. You know what I'm saying. You your marijuana, you
1: lace it, no, you roll it up, no. and you smoke mm. it, and your weed. It's just
0: another Just charm. a can of coke. Just can. See, let me open it up for you right now, so you guys don't be thinking it's anything else. It's weird. It's not that. Okay. There we go. Boom. Coke in a can. Who would have ever thought? You know, I was thinking about um, trauma this morning before I came into the studio oh yeah and you know people I just get so annoyed like I'll be up early in the morning but that's my time to you know recalibrate and you know plan out how I'm going to act during the day and line up who I'm going to talk about and how I'm going to talk about on my show and y'all just disturbed me with 50 text messages this morning and I didn't appreciate it some of which were very comical um, others were girl why are you texting me this People be so rogue and rude. <laughs> um, before I go to my break, um, I just wanna let everyone know that my um anti horniness <laughs> has remained intact. Yeah! Um as previously stated on last week's shows. Yeah! I let the card uh, finish. Yeah. Um as stated last week on um the shows. That my anti-horniness was coming to an end, and because it was raining, I needed to be up under somebody's sun, or you know, have somebody's sun up under me. Um, it didn't happen that way. I kept my body to myself this weekend. Yeah. And I have a crazy story, and this is how I know that I'm being challenged because you know the universe. She thinks she's slick she thought she had an advantage over me um and sometimes the universe is successful at her slickage and she will send the appropriate dick instead of balls and an, an anus that she'd love pleasuring in one form or another you know what shut the fuck up will send it right to you and say what you gonna do with it and i say mm, return the sender. that's what i'm gonna do to it not interested in the slightest. I don't even know what this is about. You know, in, in former casual days, I know that my break is two minutes over. Fuck off. Um in my former days, I will be ready to bust it down. You know what I'm saying? Tatiana. Ballmane busts down at this point. <laughs> you know? Shout out to Saucy. So I would usually be busting it down, breaking it open, and all like that. But I'm just like, mm. I'm not really interested. I've had it, I've done it, I've seen it, it's not really appealing to me. Um and I really believe this is the universe testing me once again, like, nigga, do you really want a boyfriend? Or are you just saying this because we know how you get? <laughs> so this is just a test. This nigga gonna turned down about eight dicks this weekend. I think he might be serious and if we're gonna really be counting this ten, because there's one on my phone pending right now that I haven't blocked and ignored. And then there's another one um, that is trying. So, 10. I turned down 10 dicks, including today. We're on to something.
1: Yeah! Oh,
0: yeah! And half. Yep. So, you know, I think I'm ready. Yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> I mean, I'm 40 years old. The whole phase is coming to a dwindling end. It's, a, it's, it's about time somebody makes me wholesome in a, in a real manner i just want to be a house husband you know cook snacks go on vacations have sex walk the dog you know go stuff like that go to concerts hang out with my celebrity friends at home cook tacos and potato skins you know normal regular shit anyway i'm beyond the time you're in the mix with trend thanks so much for listening it is monday the last week of 2021 what well, will you be reflecting on as we come to a close?
1: You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on, on Demand
0: Well, that commercial break went by pretty quick uh, wish I <laughs> Next time you want to take a short break Give a nigga some notice You're in the mix with Trent Thank you so much for listening Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand yeah! Empowered by Jesus and the sacrificial lamb. Okay, so should we just cut to the chase now and start talking about Insecure? No, let's wait. Fuck the family! Oh, there was nobody to fuck because I said fuck them all throughout the year so they didn't even think about coming around on Christmas. For me to curse them out to their face? Are you nuts? Although I did get a couple of lurkers from family that I usually don't um, grab attention from on Insta story. You know, maybe the spirit of of Christmas has hit them now that there's, you know, they're lonely. There's no one around them. You know, it's interesting because I have lived a life of loneliness and this is not to get sad, but it's total. It was total preparation for what was to come the way that my life is heading. It's like, I can't have a bunch of people around me. I can't be friends. And even this morning, up until this morning, I was like, you know, it's really cool to have friends, but you you really can't because sometimes they try to get closer than, than they really need to, especially when they already have information that they need. Like, why do you need more details about the information that you already have? Just take it as what it is and move on. And then I was also thinking about Another friend, and I said, "You know it's gonna be hard for me it's first of all, you know because I come from a dysfunctional family um i don't number one, I don't expect for people to understand that because um most people a either don't talk about their dysfunction or think that their families are not dysfunctional because they are completely unaware it's it's interesting to see." <laughs> But as a person who's fully aware of everything, including my dysfunction, what I do know is that it's hard for me to be and this is and I'll tell you how this all ties up. It's very difficult for me to be friends with people who don't know how to think for themselves and have to answer to somebody, um especially at forty years old. Um, it's interesting um just to have you know a friend who is of age pays their own rent lives by themselves um and even as a person you know i live on the same grounds as my family like we you know i live off in you know the the back they live in the front or whatever right so even in close proximity i am still not answering to anybody in my family or my house like i'm a grown person my mother cannot um tell me what to do at 40 sorry I mean, we have these conversations all the time, me and my mother, and we have them even without um, all of this because I have a very slick, smart ass mouth. And anybody will tell you. that. (laughs) Um, And I'm about I'm reckless about the mouth sometimes, but I do know how to pull back and, you know, clean up anything that I've said out of order and out of out of line. Um, But because I come from a dysfunctional family and because I know that I'm the person in my in my family that breaks the chain to cause the ripple effects, I kind of come at my mother a lot of ways because she does things that are um, not only against migraine but against the um, forward movement of the family. Like if you're doing things that are perpetuating the old way of doing business, you should really sit the fuck down and slide back because it's part of the reason why we're in a predicament that we're in now. So when people are at that level, it's almost like arguing with a fool. And we said this last week on the show. It's biblical. The righteous don't argue with the fucking, the crazy. And the foolish, because you can't tell who's who you're arguing. It's two fools arguing. You don't know who's who. And recently I was in a situation like that because I'm always going back and forth with people. So when you're going back and forth, it's really hard for people to see the truth. And now that the fucking everything has come out in the wash. We see who the villain of the of the fucking friendship circle was. And, you know, good thing we found out before any more collateral damage was done in the situation, right? But I say all that to say <laughs> people who can't think for themselves and still having to answer to their mother and their father and, oh, let me, child, I can't deal with you because you're still a 12-year-old. You, you got to get permission to go to the sleepover, bitch. And you are here, uh, Char, let me shut my eye. Let, you, Give me some coke. All right. Okay, okay. Go with
1: me
0: Okay, go. I'm going. With
1: you. you put your marijuana, you lace it, mm, you roll it up.
0: Exactly. Because, baby, there is no way at 40 years old I'm re- reporting to Linda what I'm doing or. Child, be like, look, I'm going out of town this weekend. Char, call me if you need something. Um, I'll have Omar or Malik come bring it off to the house or something like that. But ch- I'm out.
1: <laughs> Girl, <what? laughs>
0: I don't understand. I'm not even gonna repeat that situation because you never know who's listening. <laughs> And no wonder y'all are in some of these fucked up predicaments that y'all in because y'all parents is dumb than a motherfucker and they did dumb ass shit and now you sitting up taking they motherfucking advice and, and all y'all just sitting up stupid together looking confused all behind the guy oh well my mama said well bitch your mama's dumb and it's wrong just like i told essence i said why the fuck is you consulting a nigga that ain't never been to college before your daddy dumb as shit he don't know how to fill out no fucking t- registration form child fucking around with his ass you'll be in junior college for four motherfucking years plus the extra two that you gotta fucking take to get your bachelor's why would you listen and consult a nigga that's never graduated from college period you can't do it that not make sense that's just like me sitting up trying to give a married motherfucker advice, bitch. I ain't married, ain't never been married, ain't married right now. So how the fuck can I consult you? I shouldn't even be in your fucking business as a whole ass single person because this ain't my lane. You've got to stop listening to people that ain't fucking been where you've been. And if you know that they do fucked up shit, how the fuck? Let me just break it down to you real quick because now I'm on the road. I'm a single person, right? Right. I know nothing about marriages now. If you ask me about a a boyfriend or dating somebody, sure, I can tell you that because I've been through that, right? Dating somebody right now, maybe. Here we go with this shit again. But I can't consult you. I tell my my friends with children all the time that tell me about their kids and their drama. I'm like, baby, I can't do this because I ain't got no parent. I can only present you, I'm not a parent. I can only present you hypotheticals. So stop listening to people who can only present you hypotheticals and they never been through the shit that you've been through before. That's why y'all niggas is fucked up and confused and mad and looking at me like, how the fuck this faggot ass nigga got me? Yeah, because you know why? I have the aptitude. You think I'm about to set up no shade to my mother or anybody else in my family, but you think I'm about to listen to them about filling out a college application when they ain't went a day in their life or finished shit that they ever fucking started? No, it don't make no fucking sense. Stop fucking being around people that's giving you ill advisement. Look at their life. Nigga, why would you take advice from anybody who's had failed relationships time and time again, failed marriage, whatever the fuck it is, bitch. I'm not consulting you for a goddamn thing because clearly you don't know. <laughs> you can tell me how to fail. You might be able to tell me, you know, what not to do if you've done your work, but how many people have done that? They are too busy blaming everybody else for their fucking problems. It's everybody else's fault. No one wants to take responsibility. You got to stop listening to fucking people. Meddling-ass parents, meddling-ass aunties and uncles. Bitch, you're going to end up just like them. This is the reason why, in part, let me say, you, all, you meet people, oh, I don't really mess with my family like that. Woo, woo, woo. You always wonder why you think that they the fucked up people, but when you really, really look at it, they're the people that broke the cycle. They're the people that did something different. They're the people that bucked the system and stood up and said no when it was appropriate. I'm going to do me. And I guarantee you, the people that do them, they're always successful and everybody else is jealous. Oh, you think they think they're better? No, they're not better. They just made a different decision and maybe you should start so you can really ultimately live the life that you want to live and stop blaming every fucking body else. Oh, okay. And in all that, just from a simple interaction with a friend, I had to reassess because I need to be around people who are forward thinkers, who can uh, decipher information, Um, people who are open and match my energy. We talk about this all the time. This is the last fucking week of the goddamn year. It's cleaning house time. And guess what? you don't even have to work hard to do it because the universe is doing it for us eclipsing motherfuckers right on out, out my bitches are just starting shit and doing shit just on their own not just not just you know to, just to cl- cleanse themselves out of your life but it's also a test to see what the fuck you gonna do how long you gonna keep dealing with this bullshit how long you gonna keep fucking repeating the cycle this nigga just in my inbox right now oh miss you woo, nigga i'm not fucking you Ain't nobody getting no dick tonight. Stop giving up your energy and pieces of yourself to motherfuckers that don't deserve it. And that includes giving motherfuckers advice that can't think for them goddamn selves and don't even fucking act out and listen to that fucking advice that you give them. Bitch, you wouldn't be asking me for that advice if you didn't think I knew it was smart. Oh, okay. I think it's time for a song. I've been talking a whole lot. You're in the mix with Trent. It's the last week of the year. Thank you for listening. Back in a second. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent. What up, man? You are back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio. And not only Spotify, but On Demand in general. Thanks for listening, On Demand. And subscribing. You know, I was thinking about... Okay, looks like that idea got cancelled and shut down immediately before it started. It's almost as if you knew where I was going with this. Mm -hmm. I think you did. I just finished talking about it. Okay, moving right along. (laughs) So about insecure last night. Yeah. Mm, (laughs) Always. wait i'll wait i'll wait and i'll tell you why i wait because there's another story interesting story that i wanted to tell and i was trying to tell the story last week but i was thinking of a, of a very discreet way of telling it um and i couldn't come up with a discreet way of telling it because um <laughs> and here's the thing i know when i can relate to people and i know how our stories um collide and where they can relate but i also know like where they separate does that make sense
1: that's how i relate to people
0: you know because most people can get with um you know being betrayed and going through things like that but you know they don't know anything about a scorned gay lover (laughs) so recently i was dealing well not even recently there's like a it's a current revolving um situation and um it's just it's 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 fascinating you know because i was reminded of this over the week well not even over the weekend i'm lying it was this morning i was reminded of this um or it could have been yesterday i don't know point i was reminded of this and it was Maybe I was thinking about the upcoming new year because this happened on New Year's Eve. I would say maybe. No, it was about 15 years ago. I'm going to. It's been a long time. I'm going to go ahead and say um, 2007. So 14 years, which is still a long time. 15, some, some. some 15. Yeah. I'm not a mathematician. I read off of teleprompters. (laughs) The only thing I have to worry about is a 30-second increment of time where I'm not, um, you know, reading over something like that. (laughs) I say all that to say, on New Year's Eve that year, I brought who was my then best friend with me to my cousin's house. And... I also invited the guy that I was dating at the time and I didn't think anything of it. Um, at some point when I was in the kitchen cooking where my best friend and everybody had, we, we were all in the kitchen Well, my cousins were off in the living room entertaining and then I was in the kitchen cooking. My best friend and my boyfriend were in there. The guy I was dating, I won't call him, but the guy I was dating, he left the, the the kitchen and he went out to mingle and socialize with my cousins and everybody else. So at some point, my best friend left the kitchen. And I just me being me presumed that she was still. You know, I thought she was in the in the party, you know, mingling with people. So there was no reason for me to, you know, ever, you know, think otherwise. Right. So at some point, um, maybe after about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I don't know what it was. I said, well, where is, you know, where is everybody, right? And, you know, I look out from the kitchen into the living room where I can see clearly everyone who's there. And, you know, I see the whole party of people at this point. It's like 20, 30 people. And a closer examination revealed that the guy that I was dating and my best friend were, um not in in the mix of the party so you know i went out and inquired and, and someone was like i don't know i just saw her maybe five or ten minutes ago and there was no one in the bathroom um but there was someone in the locked bedroom down the hall and once i went back into the kitchen and I, I didn't really put two and two together and someone i don't even know who was it but i think it was my cousin or maybe it was a good old friend to the show keisha you know keisha keisha is always the one that's in this she knows when stuff goes down because keisha will step in and "Ah, ah," and doing all that oh i love me some keisha i don't know who it was but they alerted me that um she was in the bedroom within the behind the locked door with the guy that i had brought long story short there was some type of either fucking action or oral transaction and the guy that i was dating exposed her and it was like this bitch ain't your real friend she don't even like gay people uh Wooty bam she's a bust down just all at the party so there was a situation where me and my cousin's boyfriend ended up beating him up and hog tying him i don't hog tie <laughs> It was my cousin's boyfriend that is a hog tire. And um, we threw him off in the back of my truck in the cab and
1: <laughs> rode him home
0: because he wanted to act out and be drunk at the party after fucking somebody else. And then my friend, the the best friend, quote unquote, she's crying off in the back. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm drunk. I don't remember Conveniently blamed it on the liquor because that's what drunk hoes do um and i forgave her after that because it was like bros before hoes because i wasn't even serious with this nigga he was just literally a bust now and not only have you tried to in my opinion ravage the friendship circle by pulling out your dick and showing it to everybody including me um and embarrassing me and making you 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 fuck my best friend you guys fuck each other some y'all did it y'all fuck each other and now this bitch talking about she don't remember um so that was like the first official offense and then like you know someone does that you you think that it's not true and then it's like well how do you actually come back from that let me just tell you right now you don't come back from that because once once a person gets away with such an egregious offense such as you know fucking your boyfriend they're gonna do something else even bigger because they feel like they can get away with it because no one really said anything to them the first time. This is how this shit happens. So fast forward, cause this is in like 2007. So fast forward to my 33rd birthday, let's just say five or six years later or something like that. shes I've told this story before. She's at my birthday party, sitting at the table with my cousin and she's comfortable enough to talk about me at my party in front of my family and how I, i'm not appropriately dressed and i shouldn't be doing this and i shouldn't be doing that and how i thought that i was better than everybody because i somehow had white people at my party <laughs> and they weren't my real friends
1: <laughs>
0: Bitch, they're coworkers, of course <laughs> i never said they were my friends so they were co-workers <laughs> So needless to say, she got canceled. She should have got canceled the night that she felt woman and bold enough to take her tattered pussy (laughs) into my cousin's bedroom door and lock it with a man that did not belong to her. And let me tell you, you, you pay with friendship, and then you also pay with karma because guess what? As soon as you get into a relationship that you think is going to go right and everything is all in order and you move in and you're doing all, guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? Somebody's going to fuck your man and it's going to break up your fucking happy home and all that bullshit because, see, you haven't paid the price for the grievance that you committed to somebody else six years prior. Take take me out of here. I ain't got time for this today. You're in the mix with Trent live streaming on bkt radio and spotify on demand yeah. let me just tell you you never get away you never get away from the crimes that you commit to the universe and fucking somebody else's spouse or their boyfriend is a crime to the universe in which you will pay for unless you repent and confess and close your fucking legs close to marry your leg. exactly close your legs to marry me you already know what it is <laughs> close your legs to marry men. And- exactly so once you do that, then you can try to begin to build a healthy and happy relationship with somebody else, but you've got to come clean about the f- what the fuck you do. Why you think I'm always talking about my sins? It's confession hour. And you gotta make it right. And then you gotta to get to know yourself to figure out why you're even doing the shit that you're doing, and how many people are gonna do that? Sha so bye. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent. Oh. He is really going to make him make me say some nasty-ass shit to him that he needs to hear. <laughs> You're back in the mixture, Trent. Thank you so much for listening, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Yeah! <laughs> you know, and I said this over the weekend to somebody. When you cuss somebody out, it's really out of love. Um, <laughs> go there with me. You're taking time out and giving energy into correcting somebody because their parents either failed to do it or life um, failed to do it for them. (laughs) So it's literally giving somebody a free personal development course (laughs) because you're saying something to correct them so they don't make the same error with someone else and then you end, they end up in a situation that they couldn't have been in and it's only because it went unchecked when you have the opportunity to do so just like if somebody get busted off in the mouth for talking some shit it's like damn he ain't learned how to shut up yet why ain't nobody checked him figures right so sometimes you gotta check people and, and set their ass straight then take them out for tacos later Because a lot of the times people feel like, oh, I got cussed out. This person must hate me. It's like, no, no one hates you. That's the shame that you feel inside for the shit that you pulled and not seeing how it, you know, affects people in a negative way. That's all that is. (laughs) Shit. Somebody cussed me out. You know what that means? They had they. They love me enough to try to correct me so I don't make a mistake with somebody else out in the world. And that's the way that you should look at it, very objectively.
1: <laughs>
0: because people don't have to tell you shit. They ain't gonna say nothing to you. They just sit back and watch you fuck up. You know, I do it all the time when I don't care about motherfuckers. I like, look at this little nigga go. <laughs> <laughs> What's up team Lawrence? Yeah! Oh, yeah, Here's the thing. I am a proponent of love. And I want I want to say this. Y'all was trying to get Easton Lawrence back all the season 1, 2 and 3. <laughs> It wasn't until recently that, that y'all started flipping out and was like, oh, fuck him and doing all this extra stuff. Y'all always, everybody has always been Team Lawrence, right? <laughs> we only wanted Nathan to win because he was putting in the effort. He was doing the work. And what, usually when you put in the effort and do the work, you deserve a prize and a reward. But the reward is self you're improving yourself, self development. Just talked about it. It happens in all you know, all kind of ways, all around ways. <laughs> you learn it from other people. And the thing is, I always knew that they would come back to each other. They were they were soulmates because you just can't live with somebody. And spend, I said it the other day And spend all this time with them And then just eliminate them out of your life No matter what There's always going to be a piece of you That cares about the well-being of somebody else Even though you're not with them at the moment And even if you see them with somebody else You always think about that what if And you have to really acknowledge the piece of you that um is still attached and what that really means. and watching the episode last night, um first of all, it's beautifully shot, beautiful series. and when sitting there watching these other black people that you can relate to on whatever level, you think about your own relationships and your own vulnerability um and how you come across to people when you really, truly love them in an intimate and a romantic fashion. And it was a total examination of it over five years because these are the things that, that happen in all relationships. And, you know, in my own dating and, you know, people that I like, I just always remember talking to one of my married friends and she said something to me that was very key. And interesting, she's married now, and the guy that she married, she said she broke up with him about maybe four or five times (laughs) before they got married and had, like, a real knockdown, dragdown fight before they finally, like, got together and sealed it up all the way. And I thought that was so interesting because that is the story of all of my married friends that are black. (laughs) I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but... Um, it's something that I ask like how does this work because it's something that you know I aspire to one day you know I want to be married I want to be in a relationship so how do you get this information you ask married people <laughs> who have been single who have dated um, who are now in a committed situation and you ask them in the process and it's always Some long, drawn out bullshit is like, damn, bitch, you went through all that. (laughs) And at the end result, it was worth it. They always say that it was worth it. But they also didn't settle. And while dating, they also knew what they wanted. And they kept going for it. And they fought for it, too. So there's so many different parallels that we can learn from. And I, what I love about Insecure, it incorporated the black experience in its entirety, right? And yeah! all of it. Um, I'm so sad to see it end, but I know that it will open doors for other impactful um, insightful and, and an inclusive pieces of art that we can all digest as black people. Yeah! 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 We're not done talking about this. I gotta take a little break. You're in the mix for Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Yeah! Back in a second. Thanks so much for listening. You're listening
1: You're to In the Mix with Trent on demand mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're in the mix for Trent yeah! live streaming on BKT Radio on Spotify now. said anything what are you talking about you know there was a line in insecure last night that really got everybody like yeah um, and you know it was some I, but what I the, the note that I took was um, I think we all want to fast forward to the part of our lives where everything is perfect good and okay and when that was stated I was like yes like just please fast forward but like everything else, we have to do the work that it takes to get there. And like many attests. Many test. When you want something, it's 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 almost a game of what will you sacrifice to get it and keep it? And how much work will you put in to get there? Both of which are very demanding tasks. They're very hard to balance. And it takes a lot of faith to be successful in balancing because you don't even know if you're doing something that will even turn out the way that you think that you wanted to go or should go. And it's so hard. But one thing that I, another thing that I took away from insecure last night is that I felt so much inspiration and so much hope um, to continue what I'm doing. Because you see ESO over five seasons building this thing you, you see her from going to a cubicle to sitting in her own building yeah! and that's yeah! that is something that so many of us strive for and don't ever think that we will get there because of all the things that we are faced with that we have to overcome, but to again, see a character to accomplish that and made it so much more real. And I've often said times before on the show that as black people, if we don't see it, we don't feel that we can do it because we need to have an example of something to strive to. And Insecure has done that on so many levels. Yeah! I've seen so much of myself um, in all of the characters. Even down to good old hardcore on the uh, surface Molly. <laughs> Getting married. Another hardcore surface. Hard not to crack, you know? So there's so many different things to take away you can be large and still find love and happiness you can be a hard ass and, and still find someone to see your soft side you can be vulnerable and creative and be successful in that you can make mistakes and come back from that you can be honest with yourself and vulnerable and real there's so many takeaways from insecure and i am so grateful to be alive at this time to witness and live and experience and to be able to be a part of the conversation um, that revolves around this. And I really cannot wait, not only to see what the next Issa Rae piece because I'm telling you there's going to be an Insecure movie. <laughs> <laughs> but to see the next level projects that black people produce from being inspired by Insecure. Yeah! Um, the one hour documentary on the making of Insecure was even was even more bitters. Oh, I cried like eight times. <laughs> and not even because um it's over, but because there were so many emotions that I went through personally this week. Um, and just thinking about my own interactions with friends and fallouts and coming back together, what you can and cannot come back from. Um it was emotional. It made me think about and examine my own life, past and present, and what I have to do to make changes to get where I want to go. And it's all a part of it. You are in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. I will be right back after this. Thanks for listening.
1: You're listening to
0: In the Mix with Trent on On Demand. You are back in the mix with Trent. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Can't believe it's the end of the show. Last week of shows last week of the year you know here's my advice for the week don't force anything don't rush anything let everything happen organic in its own time whatever is meant for you will be given to you it's that simple whatever person is meant to be in your life is gonna happen only thing that we can really do is make sure that we are in order. The way that we respond, the way that we react, the thoughts that we think, what we tell ourselves. And with all that, be honest with yourself and what you discover. Don't try to change it or candy coat it just because you don't like the way it tastes or the way it looks or the way it feels. Feel it for what it is. Make decisions that are based on logic, not how you feel. Think about it. Pause before you speak. Examine all outcomes. Be still, be quiet if you have to, because there's power in silence, too. Especially when you don't know all the facts. a lot of change going on right now and either you are going to be a part of the change or witness the change or be directly affected by it there's no way around it and sometimes the universe don't even ask you for your input because you've been dragging your feet about it too long especially when it comes to people and how they've treated us and how they've shown up in our lives we've excused a lot for far too long the way people talk to us the language that they use what they say in front of other people the way that they treat you in private everything that is unbalanced and out of order and against your spirit who you are as a person it's going to be eradicated And you are either going to allow it. And let it happen. Don't be alarmed when it does because it's going to. Or you can try to resist it and fight it. But you will not win against the universe. (laughs) It will prove itself time and time again. And then she will show you why she did what she did. Because people are being exposed for exactly who they are, for they who they've always been. Don't even look hard. It's going to happen right in front of you. And then everything will make sense about why it happened the way that it happened. Let's talk again on Wednesday. Yeah! You're in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend. And I hope that you have a great week this week. Let things fall into place. Let them happen how they're going to happen. No need to even fight it. Relax this week. (laughs) We've overcome a lot this year. We've gone through a lot this year, particularly with people. We know that this year has really all been about friendships and relationships or the lack thereof. So the cards are going to fall where they're going to fall. It's, ex- it's ex- uh, exposure, excuse me, exposure season. So you will see people crystal clearly for who they are. And either you're going to make the decision about what you're going to do or the universe is going to make it for you. That's just it. Let's talk again on Wednesday. Yeah! Thanks for listening. We'll do this again in a couple of days.
1: You're listening to You're ready. In The Mix with Trent on On Demand.